Hi there. Welcome back to the Interwoven Podcast, where we are looking at the scriptures and how it is affecting our lives in the day-to-day. My name is Alex. I'm one of the directors at Pioneer Pacific Camp, and I'm joined today by our friend Simon Anderson. Simon, how's it going? Doing pretty well, Alex. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, man. This is it, this is funny. So we're recording this podcast on Zoom, but I should also mention that Simon is my neighbor as well. So we're chatting on Zoom, but we're also sitting like 200 feet away from each other. It's kind of funny. I wonder if I could see you through the window if we both yeah out, maybe or if I if I raise my voice enough, you'll hear me through the computer and the windows. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Simon, those of us, those of you that are uh, around that are camp people and listening to this, uh, Simon is probably not a stranger. He's been around camp uh, plenty with us through the years, uh, essentially grew up there as a camper, been done a couple years on staff and all that. Uh, just recently, Simon graduated from UBC. Uh, he is now uh, currently working as a research assistant at BGH in Vancouver here. Uh, how'd I do Simon? Anything to add to that? Uh, I think you pretty much, pretty much got it. I think, yeah, that's it. Graduated with biology undergraduate degree uh, in December and now just working. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations, man. It's a big deal. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. The heart of the podcast is to talk about essentially the fruit that the scriptures is bringing into our lives. And so kind of following off that question and your, your answer, as far as your experience up to this point, um, just sort of wondering what more in, in the current season of your life, what your relationship with the scriptures has sort of looked like. Yeah, for sure. So um, more currently, Mm -hmm. as you kind of mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I'm in a bit of an interesting stage of life right now, um, having just finished university and, and now kind of uh, taking life by the horns and going after the the real world, so to speak, uh, being an adult, uh, independent adult. Um, so <laughs> all, all that to say, I think uh, as I've continued to kind of grow into these new roles in my life, um, so has the scripture began to also um, lead me into those new roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think currently there's been a, f- a, a fair amount that I've been able to reflect on, especially thinking about university um those past four four and a half years that i went through um i think as i grew up or sorry as i was going through university i think i really um again found that scripture could actually lead me um Mm. scripture could actually show me who i needed to be who i was um and so that was very helpful and i think as i think back on university and think about where i am now um and also think about what i'm doing now is my new job uh for those listening. I don't know when this podcast is going to be released, but uh, it's February the 8th today. And today was my very first day of work at this new job, which is very exciting. Um, So in this, in this moment, as I'm thinking about these future things, um, there's been some scripture that's really come to my mind as what I would think would be a a guide for me as I'm kind of going through these transitions. Um, So I'm actually going to read it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's John 15. Um, and it's actually funny, just a little note when Alex, you first came to me and said, Hey, I'm doing this podcast and I'm, I'm doing, you know, it's on scripture and you know, what's been on your heart with scripture and that kind of thing. And, uh, you approached me about that. I was actually 
for a moment kind of feeling like, oh, I don't really know if I have something on my heart right now. But uh, as I've been kind of thinking about these things and thinking about a scripture that could help kind of summarize where I'm at right now, John 15 really came to my mind. Um, so I'm going to read that now. Yeah. Um, starting with verse 15 or sorry, uh, starting with verse one, chapter 15. I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Mm -hmm. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my father's glory that you will bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Mm -hmm. As the father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Mm. So that was John 15 verses one to 11. Um, yeah. So that's that, that passage has been on my heart um, currently. And I think I'll give a little bit of context as to why, but I've kind sure. of already done. So just talking about university. So I think as I've looked back, on university, um, I think there has been a very common theme that has emerged, um, which is that there has been times when I have really pursued things. Uh, university is a great time to try new things and to also kind of set life goals. And uh, for anyone who knows me knows that I'm, uh, I do have some fairly big goals uh, and I, I'm definitely a goal setter. I'm a goal oriented person. And so uh, university was kind of the uh the ultimate challenge in terms of setting goals and trying to achieve them um i felt as though a lot of times i was pursuing things and some of them worked some of them didn't um some of the things i pursued uh ended up happening and that was that was amazing some of the things that i pursued really did not end up happening and that was really hard um and i also through university i went through some hard things i i uh, saw some friends walk away from faith and i experienced some letdowns and uh, it wasn't always easy um but i think what's been just consistent is god's faithfulness to me mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and i think the common theme that i've seen is that when i come to god and give up some of those personal desires give up some of those um, pure effort uh, means of achieving my goals, he often turns my goals actually into something better than I could have even first imagined. Um, I often felt as though when I looked at various goals that I had, I felt as though I had to, you know, put in a lot of my own effort and do what I could to kind of control those things and to grow those things. Um, an example of this would be, you know, taking classes in university, right? You want to do well, you want to have good grades so that you can get a good job. Um, so, you know, pursuing something like academic excellence, uh, while that is, uh, you know, a good thing to pursue, um, right. I was putting tons of effort in and uh, I actually found out that 
when I gave up that or, or those things to God, kind of that pursuit of, um, you know, success and doing it all on my own, God would actually expand that whole situation into something bigger. And so when I was, you know, working really hard to try to get good grades, God was actually intending that entire experience to reveal to me that I'm actually more than my grades. Um, and that kind of lesson actually transcends university. And so, you know, there's another one of, uh, another example of this is when I was living in a, in a Christian dorm, having come from a high school with a few Christians, I wanted to to surround myself with Christians um, if I could. And I was able to live at a, a little um, residence called Cary Center. Um, some people may know of it, uh, but it's full of some really great Christian people. And and I intended this to kind of combat some spiritual loneliness that I had maybe experienced beforehand, and also just to find acceptance and meet new people. And a lot of that, a lot of that happened. Those were good things. But God also, I think, intended that to reveal to me, you know, who I actually wanted to be by putting various role models in my life and actually showing me people who, uh, you know, are great Christians. And so again, that's another example of kind of, I have this idea of, you know, this goal or this thing that I'm kind of going after and God actually takes that and actually expands that and Mm -hmm. takes it in a direction that I couldn't have seen coming and actually uses it to transcend just that one experience of university, but actually take that farther. So I think that's been a common theme is that God has, uh, has consistently shown me bigger and better things. Mm. Maybe I guess another way of saying this is I set my, I set my sights kind of small um, and God's sights for me are actually much, much bigger. His intentions are, are almost always bigger and better than mine. Um, and uh, that's been revealed to me. So I know I've been talking a lot and no, I haven't yet yeah. gotten back to, to John 15, but, uh, but I'm kind of saying these things. I'm kind of wrestling with these things, thinking about, you know, how, how I can kind of look back on this and kind of take away things from these experiences. And mm-hmm. so, and that's when, that's when John 15 kind of came to my mind is that I kind of see two things in this passage. Mm-hmm. The first thing is that I need to abide in the Lord Um, I cannot go through life on my own strength as I learned in university. Um, And I can't just focus on my own ways to achieve what's best for me. I actually have to trust God and to yield to him um, Mm. and to abide with him. So that's one thing I see from this, from this uh, passage that I think really explains my experiences in university as well. Um, And the second lesson I think is that I don't always know what, what's best. I think I have a lot of misconceptions about the fruits that I'm wanting to receive or that I will receive if I abide in God. I think I have some ideas of what would be awesome fruits, success and uh, job security, uh, you know, financial security. Those are good things and uh, nothing wrong with those things. But I think, you know, I ask myself, is that, are those the fruits that Jesus is talking about when he talks about, you will bear much fruit. And if you abide in me, you will bear fruit. So that's kind of the second lesson that I've learned. So as I think back on these last four years through university, as I'm in this point right now, kind of this focal point between two life chapters, I see that John 15 is actually quite true for me. Um, There were times where I was struggling to abide in God really putting in my own effort to pursue various things. And at other times I was abiding in God, but perhaps not as well as I should have been. And I was actually pursuing my own fruits um, that I thought would come if I was, you know, 
doing the whole Christian thing, so to speak. And, uh, you know, I'm, I think I'm abiding in God. So now these things that I want to come true will hopefully come true, but actually that's not, that's not how it works. So, yeah, so that's kind of been what's on my mind lately. And I think it's also interesting. I, I Googled the definition of bearing fruit just because I oh, nice. see what would, what would come up. And of course there were the, the, you know, definitions of, you know, a fruit that is, you know, uh, produced from a, a specific type of fruit from a specific type of tree, etc. you know, those kind of definitions. But one of the definitions I saw that I liked was that it was, it, it's the intended result. So that word intended again, kind of stuck out to me mm-hmm. where throughout university, I was, you know, setting my sights on these things or chasing after these, these results when actually God was intending something different. And so I think, uh, I think when I think about John 15 and how it applies to my life right now, yeah, I want to focus on what God is intending uh, for me when, when he talks about fruits, uh, when he talks about abiding in him, because I've learned that God's intentions are bigger and better than mine. So yeah, I think it's, it's fun to figure out, you know, kind of see that theme and, and just kind of take time to sit and daydream about God's intentions for me. Um, so yeah so that's kind of been that's kind of what, uh, what's been on my mind oh that's Maybe. that yeah that's so beautiful man like i just yeah not just i th- i think a lot of the listeners can relate to so many things that you've said not just your experience but also the transition you're experiencing now um from university to the rest of your life uh but also just your your balancing of priorities and intentions as good as they are with your faith and with your experience in the scriptures and what God, you know, is saying and how you put earlier on of like his experiencing his faithfulness to you in that, you know, and how that intended result plays out different. And as good as those intentions may be. And like, you know, so you said uh, an example you gave was like job security, like that's great, you know, and, and hopefully you do get that. But if you're getting there, and your the intended result is so much greater than that. Then you can actually experience that fruit mm-hmm. um, from a different space too, which is that's the exciting part, right? And and that's the kingdom space that we talk, we talk about, right? Mm-hmm. That's so that's mm-hmm. so cool. I I love what you're saying. I do have one question because it's kind of talking about you know abide in me and I in you, and then you shall mm-hmm. bear fruit. And sometimes we need to prune so there's more growth and all this but at risk of having it just become a buzzword that we're not necessarily chewing on, I do want to ask you sort of for yourself, how, what does abiding look like for you? How do you abide in Christ? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I think that's a good point to, to kind of really wrestle with that word and mm-hmm. um, define it. And I think everyone, you know, uh, of course, I think that word, it's so closely intertwined with, kind of your personal relationship with Christ. I I think it could look, I think abiding could look like a lot of different things, but I think when I think about it, um, for me, the mind, the word that comes to mind, um, is really just remaining. And, uh, and so I think when we talk about abiding with God, I think really this comes from sitting with him, sitting in his presence, reading his word, yeah, uh, living in a Christ-centered community, or 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 you know pursuing uh, Christian relationships, and and 
when when I was de defining to when I was uh, looking up the definition for bearing fruit, I also looked up the definition to abide. Oh, um, nice. And the the first thing that came up is uh, to remain stable or fixed in state. Mm. Um, and one of the synonyms uh, was dwell. And I think that really <laughs> explains it quite well. I think to remain stable or fixed in state, this idea of you know, at the end of the day, what am I coming back to? Right. Um, whether it's been a good day, whether it's been a bad day, whether it's the first day of a new job or whether it's the last day of a job you really like or a job you hate. <laughs> um, what yeah. does it look like to come back to God each day and really start each day with God, um, focusing on him and having him be a constant throughout all the things that change in your life? How can you how can you try to make God a constant in your life? Keep him at the, the forefront of your mind. And I think that comes from, from like I said, things like reading his word, things like um, building a relationship with God, um, taking time to actually talk with him, taking time to actually walk with him, uh, you know, look at situations through God's eyes. What have I learned from this situation that, that God is teaching me? Or what have I, um, you know, what should I have done in that situation that, that would have shown, you know, uh, what's the verse? Uh, keep, my, keep, keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. So what commands can I keep that will help me to remain in his love? What can I do to, to yeah, to remain in him? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it means to, to abide. Yeah, and, and as you said, like, I think right off the top, like, that's going to look different for different mm -hmm. people at different times, you know, and even for you, I'm sure first year compared to now starting your, you, you know, your, your first day at, at your new job, like the way that you dwell and, and the, uh, even the systems we have in place are, it's going to look different, right? The way we'd schedule our day looks different. The way we interact with individuals looks different. Uh, and that's the growth piece, right? And that's where, as we abide, like, you know, things are pruned and things become stronger and fuller and foliage. And, you know, however mm -hmm. far you want to take the metaphor, there's, there's that growth piece, but I love what you're saying too, of just remaining in, in a Christ centered community as well. And the fact that um, we're also not called to it alone, you know, and we get to bring mm -hmm. others into this process, um, mm -hmm. which is beautiful. And I think it, with that heart in mind, I, I kind of want to ask, you know, considering everything that you shared so far, what mm -hmm. would your main sort of encouragement or encouragements or challenge or whatever, what would your main sort of thing or your main takeaway be for our listeners in regards to what you've shared today? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that comes to, to my mind is kind of what we were just talking about is, how can you remain? Uh, how can you abide mm -hmm. in Christ? I think that like we, like we just said, that can look different for a lot of people. And I think there's a lot of ways I, I think that you can be surprised about how, how you can spend time with God. I think there's been a few, you know, things that I've picked up, you know, hobbies and whatnot that I've started doing. And it's like, wow, actually I can listen to a sermon while I draw or something. Uh, and that can be really fruitful. And, uh, you know, just recognizing that there's ways to spend time with God without trying to force it. Um, I think growing up again, thinking about how the scripture has been to me or yeah, what the scripture has meant for me in the past. I think that, uh, um, 
it's hard to have the self-discipline to uh, really just focus in on God's word, you know, for an hour a day or whatever. Um, that's really challenging. And I can tell you as, uh, you know, as a university students, it's extremely challenging to find that time. But uh, in university, I remember, you know, when, when I didn't feel like, like I had time to, you know, read God's word, or I just finished, you know, six hours of reading of textbooks or whatever, I didn't really necessarily want to sit, uh, you know, and, and read God's word, I would, uh, you know, hop on my bike and just press play on the audio feature of the Bible app or something like that. And uh, just be able to ride around the neighborhoods and listen to God's word or um, just pray, go on prayer walks, things like that. And so I think my encouragement coming back to, to your question, I think my encouragement for people is, is to get creative in how they choose to abide in God. And uh, yeah, I think there's, it's very personal. It's a, it's something that people can do in a lot of different ways, but I think if you can keep Christ at the, foremost of your mind and focus on him and keep him the constant remain in him. Um, I think that uh, you'll love the fruits that will come from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's beautiful, man. And yeah, finding, finding your space with God that way, you know, what, what is that mm-hmm. look like? Whether it's, you know, for me, I, I road cycle a lot. That's been a big one for me. Um, I remember being at a church meeting back when we could have church meetings in the before times <laughs> we could meet in a room all together. Uh, and it was like th- this big prayer meeting and they were asking questions. And the, and the main question was, you know, when, when you feel, wh- what's the space for you where you feel closest to God and, and people were sharing, you know, very beautiful answers about like, you know, a specific chair they have in their back garden that they go and they sit in and, and beautiful things. And, came to my turn and I just answered honestly. And I was like, you know, snorkeling when I'm snorkeling <laughs> and everyone was like laughing and like, no, no, but like when, and I was like, no, like that's straight up my dead answer and will probably never change. But when I am snorkeling, I am with Jesus. Like it's just, it's just this beautiful space for me. Yeah. But yeah, but the joy to know that for myself, right. Is, is I'm so thankful for. And yeah, I love how you're articulating that. Just finding that for yourself, you know, um, that's great. That's yeah, such for a, sure. Such a beautiful challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Simon, this has been really awesome, man. I really love your heart um, for the scriptures and 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 just how this specific section has been speaking to you in your time of transition and everything, uh, specifically as a goal-oriented person. Uh, I mm-hmm. think that's really beautiful. I think a lot of us are really resonating with that as well. But yeah, so I guess to close out though, I, I would like to ask if there's something that the listeners can be praying for you about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, as we've already talked about, uh, I am starting a new job and it's really exciting. Um, and uh, yeah, I think a big thing that I'm still trying to figure out and um, I would appreciate prayer for is exactly what we're talking about is um, focusing on remaining and abiding in God. I think even as I've thought about this new job, I'm so thankful for uh, the opportunity to do it. It was, I was very happy to have gotten the job and I'm excited to start. Um, Mm -hmm. But I've already sensed myself uh, reaching for my own fruits and Mm -hmm. having this idea of, you know, oh, it'd be great to, you know, impress this person and, and, you know, move up the ladder, so to speak, or whatever. And, and even getting anxious already about how I can, you know, find success and whatever. And I think, 
Um, mm. I think actually right now is an excellent time to just kind of slow down and rest and be thankful um, and not chase after these ideas that I have, but actually just trust and abide in God and let his fruits come. Um, so I think that's kind of what I'd appreciate prayer for is just, um, yeah, just learning to remain, uh, learning to abide and learning to trust that, you know, the fruits of the spirit will, will come and, uh, God will, God will continue to do the work that he started in me. And, and this, this job and this part of my life is a new chapter and just that I can walk through it, uh, boldly with, with Christ. Hmm. Yeah. Amen. That's so great, Simon. Yeah. Thanks for this chat, man. This is fantastic. I'm really glad yeah, to talk these things. Um, and to the listener, thank you guys for listening. Uh, and yeah, we blessings for you as you abide with Christ. All the blessings you move for, all the best as you move forward with your day. We'll see you later, Simon. All right. Thanks so much, Alex. See you, everybody.